0: What did we just watch, Amy?
1: We watched the wrong movie. I picked <laughs> the wrong movie. And this is our first impression oh, of the strong. wrong movie. <laughs> we watched. That wasn't the title of the film. No,
0: although I would watch a movie called The Wrong Movie. I would, I
1: would also watch that film. No, we watched The Batman. The, the Batman. Latest 2022 imagining of of the Batman saga. Uh, and these are our first impressions. They will contain spoilers. So yeah. if you...
0: Don't want to be spoiled oh, for the Batman.
1: But I would recommend you don't watch it. Keep <laughs> Listen to the spoilers and just don't watch it. That's, that's my recommendation.
0: I, I would not be as harsh, but I understand where you're coming from.
1: <laughs> I... I I'm a little salty,
0: I know I'm a I can salty. tell
1: yeah, it started
0: was. off with uh with a bang,
1: you know how last weekend we went to see this film called Memoria, yeah, and it was like this very slow sedate meditative sedate, like and it's boring, but it's yeah. supposed to be meditatively boring. boring, and the Batman was just boring it's. In my mind, it felt like a sheet of metal. It was hard, (laughs) cold, and flat.
0: Oh, that is fascinating as a descriptor.
1: (laughs) That's what it felt like to me. The end. (laughs) It was long. It was three hours long. It was.
0: I'm looking up because I wanted to know, particularly in contrast to Memoria, um it is longer than Memoria by uh, about half an hour.
1: Yeah. It is three hours long. You paused it at, at forty five minutes for a bathroom pause and I thought you were pausing to check the time oh, to make not sure specifically, to see how much longer but, it had to go. But when
0: I did that there was still, as I said, a full movie left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh um it's um I don't know if I have very like sophisticated critiques of it besides it I mean comparing
0: it, it to was... a sheet of metal is
1: <laughs> is inspired
0: as far as critiques go.
1: Okay.
0: I'm I I would call that sophisticated.
1: Okay. That that's the length of my esteem. <laughs> this film was so serious. It took itself so seriously. It's like we're going to make Batman a Batman was dark and serious. A serious and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman's serious, and Bruce Wayne is serious, and those are their defining
0: <laughs> characteristics uh Bruce Wayne is emo, thank you,
1: yeah, he did have a little emo haircut, yeah, the happening.
0: little emo haircut well, and so i wanna I wanna like say some of the things that I enjoyed about this film, whether or not they were intentionally enjoyable. um he had the Batman eyeliner. Like, he would take his Batman mask off and all of the black makeup around his eyes would still be there. Yeah. Which definitely played into the emo Bruce Wayne sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Which no other Batman movies ever no, admit to doing.
1: No, clear eyes. There's not the black stuff around his yeah. eyes when they take the mask off. Which yeah. is that was, ridiculous. That was, um, that was some good realism they threw yeah. in there.
0: Yeah. this was a, a realistic Batman, Amy.
1: He was gritty. And serious. I knew. I think I knew I wasn't going to handle this movie well. In the first uh, half hour, twenty minutes, he said something in line like, "People think I dwell in the shadows, but I am the shadows." Yeah. And I went, "Nope." What Mm -mm. if?
0: Nope. (laughs) What if the movie is being ironically dark? What if it's meant to be silly?
1: It's not that smart. (laughs) It's not that sophisticated, not that sophisticated. To, to pull that off. There's The characters were like beyond 2D to me. They were like 1D. <laughs> I don't even know what 1D would be. But
0: A line.
1: No personality. No chemistry.
0: <laughs> I was real surprised when, again, spoiler warning, when uh, Batman and Catwoman kissed... I didn't see that coming. Other than the sense that the movie was framed in such a way to set that up. Yep. I did not understand why they did it.
1: Well, they also had no chemistry. Yeah.
0: So I I maintain, I believe that Robert Pattinson can be a good actor.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's a No.
0: Actor. I'm just saying the choices for this were... Internal. All of the work was being done internally. There's
1: nothing in the script for personality (laughs) or character except I am Vengeance. Yeah, that's except he came to
0: regret being Vengeance later.
1: Yeah, well, that's
0: his arc is going from I am Vengeance to I am not so Vengeance.
1: Maybe I'm gonna help people People. form like community and help them help each other. Yeah, so I don't have as Batman take, take all of the responsibility of Uh of cleaning up the city i can't do
0: it all i'm just one
1: batman just one bat (laughs) one batman yeah yeah um the film is early in his career
0: but not an origin story
1: it's not an origin So that's, like, a check in the pro column. Yeah. It's not an it's origin story. It's not another story.
0: Batman origin story.
1: Because we've had... Oh, to be several. fair, we have had a lot
0: fewer Batman origin stories than we have other superhero origin mm-hmm. stories.
1: That's true. Because,
0: like, I I can go back even to the, to the Tim Burton Batmans, to the Adam West Batmans. Like, none of the movies were, like, how did I become Batman?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but just in general, I'm tired of Batman. I'm tired of superhero origin stories. Yes. So. Like you, the movie is like, yeah, you know who Batman is. Don't worry about it.
1: He's been doing it for about two years. Yeah, uh, he's broody.
0: He's real broody, and
1: is the kind of person who has nothing to lose, which is a little dangerous. Yeah, when you're uh, vigilante with absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. Um. And we get so he's fighting crime, being a Batman. We follow this so far, mm-hmm. and. Oh, I'm trying to piece together the story. Uh,
0: <laughs> um uh, the mayor gets murdered.
1: The mayor gets murdered and Jim Gordon pulls him into the case. Yeah. And uh, oh, another pro. Jeffrey Wright is Jim Gordon.
0: Jeffrey check, Wright's great.
1: Check in the pro. as, as
0: Jim Gordon, column. I think he did a lot of good work. Good job. <laughs>
1: I I like Jeffrey Wright, so I'm biased. Yeah,
0: I like Jeffrey um, Wright. I think he was wasted on Westworld, having seen him in mm-hmm, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he did a lot. He did get some good stuff here.
1: Yeah, yeah. He made a good Jim Without Gordon. Without
0: a lot of script. Mm-mm.
1: Uh, so support. He, Jim Gordon pulls him on this case of the murder, and it leads him down. It's like a mob thing. Yeah. It's a mob thing. It's, it's a mob thing. There's a conspiracy well, cover-up.
0: So you have you have two options with Batman stories. I feel like, and and this is speaking more to the movies than to um, the comics. I'm not a huge reader of the comics. I've read some of them, but you have the option to go supervillain, or you have the option to go mob story. And, like, all of the characters in the mob story are existing Batman comics characters. Falcone, um, the various groups he was interacting with. And sometimes those intersect. And I think you almost saw a little bit of that with um, the Penguin. And we'll talk about the Penguin. Yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. Um, Because you can look towards, like, that's the... Batman trying to root out crime in Gotham. Mm-hmm. It has to be organized crime, otherwise he's just punching purse snatchers. Um, but it's always very unnuanced. nuanced <laughs> um, this, this movie tried to put some nuance on it by having the bad guy killing the mobsters and the corrupt politicians and cops. But mm-hmm. um, but, like, that's not particularly nuanced either to say, like, hey, maybe they shouldn't be doing this. But
1: justifiable murder, it is not. Just,
0: <laughs> like, I can't,
1: I can't go with that. Just because they're corrupt doesn't mean you get to murder them. Yeah. You gotta, so uh,
0: it's So it wants to live in very black and, like, gray, but it's just very black and black, which is also describing the film. Visually.
1: So dark. Yeah. So dark. And also, like... Places that should be have a lot of light. The morgue. <laughs> the Riddler's apartment as forensics are going through. Yeah, Heck, the mayor's apartment when forensics is going through. <laughs> they got all the lights turned off.
0: Yeah, well, they don't want to disrupt the scene.
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, that, that was the aesthetic... Yeah. Uh, which you think might point towards noir, but it wasn't. Well, so I think
0: it wanted to be a noir.
1: I think it may have wanted to be a noir.
0: I don't think but it... But it
1: didn't get there.
0: ...succeeded. Because I think there's a space for a, a noir twin-tinged Batman movie. Oh, yeah.
1: Definitely. And you,
0: you... the The trouble you always have to get over is the fact that he's a billionaire. Um... Whereas typically, like, noir focuses on, like, the down-on-your-luck sort of, like, dregs of society, Mm -hmm. um, who don't have a lot of resources, and, uh, Batman has all of the resources. That's kind of his, his superpower.
1: Um. The villains we get are Mm Falcone, who's not, who's just a straight-up mob boss. Yeah. Um. Unlike a lot of other villains in Batman world who are more... Yeah.
0: Well, and colorful. I think we've had a Falcone in other Batman movies before. Like, I think he was in one of the Chris Nolan Batmans.
1: The name, Yeah, the name sounds yeah. familiar. I think I think maybe... I'm also thinking of the TV show Gotham.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm sure he was in there. Yeah.
1: Um. So you've got Falcone. You've got the Penguin. Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot. And uh, this is, film is like a... Slightly lower tier mobster. He's yeah, still he high. He runs a in that club hierarchy, but he's not the boss. Yeah. You have the Riddler, who is the like central villain mm-hmm. of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Catwoman. Yeah. Who's not really presented. as No, and, villain and
0: really hasn't been a villain for a yeah. long time. She's she's always she's for a long time been in that sort of gray space of like just. Looking out for herself. Yeah.
1: Um. I thought it was interesting that the villains, specifically the Penguin, well, really, the Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman were realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, if they existed in the real world, like mm-hmm. this might be. This is, they, yeah. They're not going to have... Like, it's not the Tim Burton costume. It's not Danny DeVito
0: with webbed fingers. Right, right.
1: <laughs> um. I mean, I may think it's the Christian Bale... Things also yeah, kind of put them in a. But I think as um, we've gotten
0: farther away from Christian Bale, we've noticed the stylistic quirks of it.
1: Yeah, that it's not quite real. Yeah, it's and this is
0: like this it. had some stylistic quirks too. Yeah, but but yeah, like Catwoman's burglar mask is like a ski mask.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not completely convinced that her catsuit suit wasn't just an S and M. Yeah, costume.
0: Yeah, it probably just uh, off the rack.
1: Yeah, like not <laughs> specially built. For anything, but adapted from, mm-hmm. from some sort of S&M yeah. costume, uh,
0: clothing. And then, yeah, the penguin was just a gross, fat guy.
1: Who had a limp or walked funny. Yeah. Although scars on his face. The most
0: we see yeah. him ever walking funny is when he's, like, chained up. Yeah. He's got his feet chained, and I was, like, you see him walking off with his feet chained, and I was like, oh, look, they made him walk like a penguin. Mm-hmm. Get it? I got it. I didn't enjoy yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So those those are the yeah the villains. The Riddler has kind of like some sort of combat mask mm-hmm. on. It kind of looks like a gas mask, but it's not a gas mask.
0: Yeah. Well, there was actually a, a literal text on screen at one point that was like, oh, it's a winter combat mask.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, it was hard to miss. It was on screen for like four minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: uh, so not, like, like store-bought. Yeah. Yeah costumes. Off the shelf,
0: off the, shelf, not off the rack. Not um,
1: specialized.
0: Which I appreciated.
1: Yeah, I was like, like okay, that was that's neat. kind of an interesting take. If I am looking for anything that mm-hmm. I find interesting
0: I So overall film. I appreciated the casting of this film. Like,
1: Yeah, I don't think it was the actor's fault no. that it fell flat.
0: No. But like Paul Dano is a great choice for the Riddler. I think he was perfect, both in and out of the mask. I think um, Zoe Kravitz did a really good job as Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, if I mentioned Jeffrey Wright, and I I have no complaints about the acting by Robert Pattinson as Batman. Mm-hmm. Like none of none of the work being done was inherently bad. It was just a real. If you would cut this movie down to you know, an hour 45, it might have been okay. <laughs> it it might have worked better.
1: Especially being kind of two-dimensional, mm-hmm. one-dimensional, because you can only put up with it
0: for, for so, so long.
1: Much. I mean, there were at least three times where I thought we were at the end of the movie. I
0: also had that thought. But we weren't. When we kept going and I was like, oh, we're we're still going, are we? Okay.
1: Like when the Riddler gets caught. Yeah. I thought that was kind of going to be the end. And
0: I was okay with like the fake out there
1: a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. I was okay. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to kind of have a second climax.
0: Yeah, I can work with that. Okay. But then we had a third climax.
1: <laughs> it was like,
0: I'm just fatigued at this point. Okay.
1: I thought I thought we were.
0: I'm just yeah. I'm just tired. Um.
1: Yeah, because it's long. Another thing that. I, thought was interesting is um i mean bruce wayne he's got his batman costume but sometimes he's doing batman work in like regular clothes mm-hmm. with a ball cap and like a mask covering his nose and mouth yeah um and so that was kind of interesting like maybe he's has a little less attention mm-hmm. drawn to him
0: yeah no i think that's it's one of those things that the, I think it's an example of there were a lot of really interesting choices throughout the movie, that being one of them, some of the casting choices, but good choices or interesting choices do not a good movie make <laughs> it's not enough um yeah him him doing like almost detective work i don't I don't know that I would call it actual detective work. I think uh we've still yet to see the world's greatest detective as a character on screen. In any of the Batman adaptations. Um, but there were hints of that.
1: He was a good He was good at riddles.
0: He was good at riddles. I appreciate that he was good at riddles. Because that is one... So, full clarity, I love the Riddler. He is probably my favorite Batman supervillain. Um, I don't think he's, like, a great villain. I just have an attachment to him. I think it's super silly that he leaves riddles... And that Batman always gets the riddle on, like, the first try. Unless it's a double bluff, which is important for, uh, you know, plot reasons that he misses it the first time and catches it on the second go-round. He's like, no, it wasn't that, it was a different thing. Um. And, but also this Riddler used, like, ciphers and was trying to sort of be reminiscent of, like, Zodiac. Um. It, it didn't work. And the ciphers were super boring and easy. Um, So the fact that Batman could solve them wasn't impressive to me. (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I get it. Uh, What does a liar do when he dies? He lies still. Like, that's not even a riddle. That's barely a pun. Uh, So I want better riddles. I'm looking at my notes for other things. Uh, there was on screen the ad for Little Caesars, which I appreciated.
1: Oh, yeah, we should talk about Little Caesars because that might be the best part of the movie. <laughs> yes? Are you going oh, okay, to tell them the story well, of Little Caesars? So,
0: um,. Little Caesars has been advertising, or had been advertising when this movie first came out in theaters, um, what we referred to as the Bat Pizza, although its official name was the Calzone, the Batman Calzone, which is real funny, because it's neither calzone nor pizza. Um, And I would just get these ads for a Batman-shaped pizza from Little Caesars, and they basically just cut off part of it and rolled over to make it Calzone-like, and it's a Bat Pizza. And I loved this marketing campaign in a way that I can't say I've loved many marketing campaigns. And the reason I loved it was because it felt like the incongruous marketing campaigns of my youth. Where a fast food chain and a big budget movie would team up and it didn't make any sense and I don't know why it was happening. And the one that always comes to mind when I think about that... Is the 2000 era Godzilla movie teaming up with the Taco Bell dog?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Yokiero Taco Yokiero Bell. Taco
0: Bell, but he would say it to like the the
1: the monster, the, monster, the Godzilla. I don't a little, know a little box trap. Yeah, trying to catch him. Yeah, like a little stick. Holding See a cardboard this stuck box. in your brain.
0: <laughs> this incongruity of like combination of, of a fast food chain and a big budget movie um, that doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't really matter, and it's just blatant commercialism in a way that I can appreciate. Um, and so that that felt like to me like a harkening back to those days to have uh, the Batman pizza available exclusively at Little Caesars. Particularly because, like the ads made this very clear, this is a dark and broody Batman. And Little Caesars is the opposite of that in every way. Mm-hmm. They got a little guy who goes, pizza, pizza, and he's got five minute or it's, five dollar hot and ready pizza. It's bright orange. It's bright orange. Um, and it's mediocre pizza. It's not even it's like. It's like
1: below mediocre. <laughs>
0: It's like some Domino's mediocre pizza. Is
1: mediocre. <laughs> I like Domino's. Don't get me wrong. I like yeah. not Domino's. But we're like open for
0: sponsorships.
1: <laughs> <mediocre pizza>. <laughs> <laughs> we had the opportunity to go to Mellow Mushroom a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, let's get a Mellow Mushroom yeah. pizza. We never good get pizza. We never get fancy pizza.
0: <laughs> and it was good pizza. I mean they make a they make a good pie. Yeah. Um Yeah, Domino's is fast food pizza. It is their selling point is not that it's good; it's that it's available right now.
1: No, see Little Caesars.
0: Little Caesars. Sorry, I mean I Dominos, Domino's is pretty yeah.
1: fast, but yeah, Little Caesars. I can get a
0: Domino's is... in fifteen minutes, but Little Caesars is like we've already made the pizza for you; you yes. just need to get it.
1: And Kevin got two or three Batman. I think I got pizzas. three Batman
0: pizzas. Uh huh. Any um, any, and, he... and I ate them.
1: <laughs> and and I went on Instagram. And... Yes. Yeah. And I appreciated that.
0: And I knew that, like, the one thing I truly wanted, more than anything else, was to see Batman, like, go to Little Caesars in this movie. Yeah. Um, Which would have been perfect. Yeah. It would have been checking the pro
1: column. I would
0: have been all about that. But this movie was too self-serious to go put a... Little Caesars. There was an ad for Little Caesars on the Times Square billboards, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Ah, Little Caesars!" But that uh, was the only mention of it. It was also literally the brightest thing in the entire movie (laughs) And neon sign. Just
1: imagine, like Batman or Bruce Wayne going into Little Caesars doing his investigations. You know, he's doing his
0: investigations, and Bruce, you know, Alfred's like, "Will you be home for dinner, Master?" And Batman's like no time, I'll get it on the way. And then he stops in and he goes to the pizza machine and he swipes his phone and he gets his bat pizza. I wanted that. I wanted that to exist. And the fact that it didn't, as either a commercial, as far as I'm aware, or in the Batman movie itself, the George Clooney Batman movie had a literal ad for American Express right in the middle of it. Actually, it was at the end of it. But still, like...
1: Yeah, but those were goofy... That I know! Was, that was your campy goofy Batman. Batman
0: is goofy and campy. He's not dark and broody.
1: So this was not a continuation of the Batman of Ben Affleck. It wasn't like no. Ben Affleck was just recast. This no, is this was an entirely different Batman.
0: This is our um fifth Batman reboot in my lifetime. Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher, uh, although those pretended to be in continuity with each other. Chris Nolan, Zack Snyder, Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. um, and I would put this one firmly in the middle of the pack of those. Meh.
1: You're ra- at bottom the, of the middle of the pack. <laughs> you're rating Zack Snyder higher than. Um.
0: I would be interested to see what a true Zack Snyder Batman movie would look like.
1: That's fair. We never got a, a true. But Batman actually, thinking
0: movie. about like Batman v Superman and Dawn of and Justice League, League. those were both real bad. No, those were probably worse than this. So yeah, I'm rating those lower. Uh, middle of the pack. Yeah, you know, middle bottom of the pack. Um, it's fine.
1: I actually think the Zack Snyder ones were goofier than this one. Oh, they were
0: goofier. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Bruce Wayne made one, exactly one joke over the course of the entire film.
1: In the Zack Snyder versions.
0: Because Ezra Miller asked, as the Flash, asked Batman, like, what's your superpower? And Batflex said, I'm I'm rich. rich. And that was a good joke. It was funny. It was true to the character. It worked. Uh, This Batman made zero jokes. He didn't have time for jokes. He was too busy brooding. Um...
1: I just think the tone of the Zack Snyder's was lighter. I never thought I would say that. Because <laughs> they were also really trying to take themselves yeah. seriously, but it wasn't serious yeah, in the same this was like, realism space. Uh,
0: John Turturro was great. I love John Turturro.
1: Yes, he was good. He, he was can good.
0: elevate almost anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I'm, I am, uh, I don't know. Reason, I'm reasonably mad about Colin Farrell in the fat suit.
1: Who did he play? The Penguin. Oh, I had no idea that was Colin. I saw his name in the credits and I yeah, just didn't.
0: Yeah, that was Colin Farrell in the fat suit. And he's getting his own spin-off series on HBO Max. And I'm not interested in watching it. Because I'm generally not interested in watching things with people in fat suits. Yep. Because his, um... His fatness was meaningless to the character. And also, Colin Farrell was in a fat suit. And both of those things are unnecessary. Not that you can't have fat characters just existing in worlds. That's fine. But then just, you know, cast any fat actor.
1: Well, if ever. you to Colin Farrell to play him specifically, there's no reason a penguin has to be... Fat! Like, no! The, because the reference is really, like, to the feet and the gait. Yeah! as That's what makes him... Like a penguin? No. I get,
0: yeah. I mean, well, there's there's so many ways you can do it that, that aren't the shape. Um, like, I do still think uh, Danny DeVito was nearly perfectly cast as the penguin. I think he fit that role incredibly mm-hmm. well. But there's no reason that Colin Farrell can't play the penguin. Um, he doesn't need to do it in a fat suit. It added nothing, and it just bothered me, the whole movie.
1: Uh, it would have bothered me, too, had I known. Yeah. Now it kind of bothers <laughs> me. <laughs> but I, there's yeah. so much that bothers me.
0: Fair without. enough. There wasn't enough to pick on just one thing.
1: Well, clearly they're setting the film up for a sequel. I don't know if it's been greenlit. No, it
0: hasn't. But, again, it's it's early. It could absolutely happen.
1: Because you kind of get, like, the Joker at the end. Yeah. Is the Joker. And I was like, really, are we going to do another joker Joker, another another one yeah
0: we've already had two fantastic jokers i don't know that i need a third i don't know that i need a fifth batman so what what do i know
1: i don't think we needed this batman film
0: no i don't think this was this did anything it needed to do uh they blew up gotham that was kind of neat well they flooded it technically
1: um, yep, didn't see that one coming.
0: I appreciated that, a willingness to let the villain win, so to speak. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, That was cool. Although they kind of did that in with Bane in Dark Knight Rises. He took over Gotham for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've basically forgotten everything that happened in Dark Knight Rises. That
1: one I don't remember, yeah. of all the ones. I don't remember
0: I it. Was, it's, no, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, guyliner. I wrote guyliner, but I was reading it and read it as gay hair. And I was like, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, what does that mean? It
0: means guyliner. Liner. Um, Andy Circus does not make a good Alfred. Yeah? What did you think? Oh, the one other interesting thing that I wish like that was very much like sequel bait or like hinting at good things, but not actually being good. Interesting choice, but didn't make the movie good Um, when he's fighting all the Neo Riddlers on top of the thing and he's losing and he injects himself with some sort of green liquid and I was like, oh, is that is that Venom? Are we referencing uh, the Bane stories? Because um, I don't think it was true in the movie, but in the comics, Bane gets his superhuman strength from a, a drug chemical thing called Venom. Oh. And he has to inject himself with it. And his mask and, and doodads are all um, part of the life support system to keep him alive while being injected with venom oh
1: okay didn't know
0: that no and i was like oh look maybe he maybe he's got venom and he's been using it or uses it a last resort he had a port on his bat suit for injecting it so yeah. it was clearly something planned in advance uh, and then he punched a guy real hard and felt bad about it which i was like you you injected yourself with venom i don't know what you expected It's like defining characteristics or that it makes you mad and strong. It's like Hulk juice. I would buy a soda called Hulk juice.
1: Would you not? Well, you just bought a soda that's space-flavored. I
0: did. I bought the space-flavored Coke.
1: Which tasted like space, I guess? Yeah,
0: it was space-flavored. Coca-Cola Starlight. It
1: really, we determined it tasted like bubblegum snow cone mix, which... I don't need it in my soda. There's a choice. <laughs> I don't need that in my soda. Do um, you have any other thoughts about The Batman? I think I got my thoughts out. I felt like I'd wasted an afternoon, and I was a little salty about that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I picked the wrong movie, and there are so many good movies out there. <laughs> and, and how I had thought about turning the movie off, but I don't like to turn movies yep. off. I'm like, uh... Like, give it a chance, yeah, you, maybe will You did better. tell me
0: immediately afterwards you felt like you had wasted three hours. Yeah,
1: it didn't get any better. I don't know, maybe I should be better at just turning movies off. When, so. If you want. But then, we get, like, Barb and Star, which I was ready to turn off after five minutes when that little boy went great. inside a tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Barb and Star was perfect. No notes.
1: it's like, this is not for me. And... But I stuck with it, and it was. It was for me.
0: Sometimes it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I had some good movies on the list this week. I know.
1: That's why I picked (laughs) the wrong one. And I feel bad.
0: Uh, Speaking of, we can segue into talking about our Patreon and what the list is. Tell
1: us about the Patreon. I
0: was going to make you talk about it because you brought it up the list.
1: I'll tell you about the Patreon. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash five degrees. You can sponsor us. It is on a per episode basis. You can put a cap on the number of episodes we do in a month. So if we put out 50 and you're like, nope. That's just... We respect going to do two. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, you, you can put a cap on it. If you're a patron, you get two bonuses. The first is the super, super uncut version where you hear us at the beginning and the end talking to our cat mm-hmm. or to ourselves. Mm-hmm. If our cat is not available for talking. Um, And the second perk is get a list of movies we didn't watch. Because usually Kevin gives me a list of five or so movies and then I pick one and we watch it. And thank you for listening. The Patreon helps offset server costs. We have a website to 5degreesbetween.us. And thank you for listening. I lost I, the rest of my thought. I think of you covered thought. everything
0: okay. there. Yeah, thanks for listening. Oh uh,
1: gosh, I have these things jotted down. So I We've
0: done we'll them from know. memory this long. We can keep making it up. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Rate us and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cool. Say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight,
1: Amy.